0: Greetings, boils, and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pod Crypt. I am your host, Wade, your Pod Crypt Keeper, if you will, and this is the second episode. We are doing season one, episode two, all through the house. And our guest host today is an actor, a producer, a friend, but most importantly, a Tales from the Crypt fan. Gary Carper. Before we enter straight into the discussion, you can follow us on Instagram at Tales from the Podcrypt. That easy. Tales from the Podcrypt. Our YouTube youtubecom slash Productions, where you get other stuff we do outside of Tales from the Pod Crypt. and also our music is by the great Jen Tonin. JenTonin.bandcamp.com. Go buy her stuff. Go buy her stuff. So enough of that. I like to keep these intros a little short, so we can go straight into the discussion—a great discussion with my friend Gary Carper. Let's just get into it right now. And I'm joined here with longtime personal Vin long longtime friend, ten years. Yeah, uh, about ten years now. <laughs> and tales from the crypt aficionado on, or big fan <laughs> Gary Carper. Hi. Hello, Wade. How are you today? I'm sorry. Right now, it, as I haven't seen you in a few weeks, and uh, you have a mustache now, I was not expecting it. it. It's for a bit. Come on. But yeah, so into the, the episode, debuted, same night as uh, The Man Who Was Death. June 10th, 1989. I wasn't even born yet.
1: I was four years old. Okay, so that, <laughs> that's
0: where we were. We both did not watch this live. So, I probably did watch this live, So if actually. you're in the audience and you actually watched this live, let us know how it was. What was the reaction like? Because I don't know. I wasn't born. Also, I the was, internet was the. Exist. I was probably
1: like, why is Santa killing these people?
0: It's also based on, of course, this is uh, based on a comic book. Vault uh, uh, of the Horror, the, wasn't Bald, it? Vault of Horror, yeah. number 35. And also, I believe this is the one, the first season that uh, is also adapted previously on the 1972 movie. I haven't seen the movie in a while. We will cover the movie eventually down the road after we've done 100 episodes. Um, <laughs> there's been a while since I've watched the, the Vault of Horror movie,
1: so I'd have to be like. No,
0: no, no, no. It's from Tales from the Crypt.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> the 1972
0: Tales from the Crypt. I'm sorry. That's my fault because there's a 1973 Vault of Horror movie, which yep. we'll probably cover down the road because there's only a limited, a finite amount of Tales from the Crypt episodes. Yes. So let's just dive into this. Before we get into the nitty gritty, let's go to the synopsis, okay? The holiday shopping season runs late when an axe-toting maniac dressed as Santa makes a Christmas Eve visit to a wife who murdered her husband. (gasps) Why did she murder her husband, Wade? Well, we'll get to it. Before we get to it, let's talk about uh, who made this, obviously. The Uh, screenplay
1: was by Fred Decker.
0: Yeah, he also wrote, uh, people know, he wrote House and House 2, but he also wrote and directed Night of the Creeps and Monster Squad. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. And after he does this episode, a couple years later, he also co-writes and directs Robocop 3, who ironically co-wrote with Frank Miller, a comic book writer, and he did a Tales from the Crypt episode based on a comic book. (gasps) Though I would love to know, Fred Decker, how it was. I wonder how it felt working with Frank Miller. How much coke did he do? Probably a lot. Also, Robocop 3, Jetpack. And uh, hand cannon. Yes. cannon. And also, Lois deserved better.
1: Also, a lot of coke was done in that movie.
0: Yes. And you think, no, RoboCop 1 and 2 had more coke. And you think No, you think RoboCop 2 had more coke. No, had nuke. I guess it had nuke. RoboCop 1, coke.
1: RoboCop 2, nuke. RoboCop 3, all the actors were coke. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. This Back to a, Tales from the this is a Tales <laughs> from This is Tales from the RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, then so it's also directed by Robert Zemeckis I don't know, I don't know if you ever heard of him. Oh, yeah, Robert Zemeckis Uh, he, you know, he did Back to the Future, that was a claim the fame around there. I think he also did Roger Rabbit around this time, like before this episode. This episode was filmed in like 1988. So, 89. fun fact with
1: that, to go back a little bit more. The actor who voiced Roger Rabbit goes on to be in Demon Knight, Tales from the Crypt, Demon oh, Knight. Oh, yes. oh,
0: really? Yes, he is. That's that's. There's a lot. Also, there's more as I go on. There's more things that tie to Robert Zemeckis. I mean, of course, after he does this episode, he does like Forrest Gump and yeah, Cast Away. And... No one cares about Forrest Gump. I just Castaway. wrote in my notes, Forrest Gump, Contact, Castaway, and everything. <laughs> and <laughs> everything. I, I got tired of typing out his IMDb. Uh, and then we have the cast. Let's just go through the cast, then we'll go through the actual episode. We'll, we'll give you the synopsis and all this stuff. The cast stars Mary Ellen Trainer, who plays Elizabeth, the main character. Uh, she was the mom from Goonies... Was also a psychiatrist from the Lethal Weapon films. Yeah, I've never seen a Lethal Weapon film, fun fact. Never seen one. I did see the beginning of that woman jumping off the top of the building. And he was like, you know what? This isn't no, you know for me. False, false. I have seen, I saw the ending of Lethal Weapon 4 when he has that fight with Jet Li in the rain. And Joe Pesci, I remember that. <laughs> but I've never Pesci. seen... or almost, you, Let me guess, you watched the TV show. There a TV show? There was. Oh yeah, there was a lot of drama when it was not there. It was yep. a recent one, okay. Uh, no, I have not. Uh, she's also, I, I had, I was like, oh my God, I forgot about her. She's also in Scrooged. Who is she in Scrooged? She's the one's like, the oh, yes. grandmother watched it and she died. Oh, that's right. She's the she news was. exact. Yeah.
1: Like I said, it's like, I couldn't remember from anything. It's like, I've seen her in every, so yes. many things and I couldn't remember from anything except for Lethal Weapon. And then you're like, the mom from Kennedy's. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. So fun
0: fact, we were going, I was going like, basically what's going on is I filmed, I basically watched all three, the first three episodes. And I noticed a trend, and it's gonna be a trend throughout the show. It's like I've seen that guy before, I've seen that woman before. Where have I seen her? And you're like, oh my gosh! Don't worry, there's more. Mm-mm. Marshall Bell plays Joseph, his her husband. He's from Starship Troopers. Oh yeah, and also, um, as I know, well as from Total Recall. Yes, and I I know him from Deadwood. He's <laughs> Magistrate Claggett, I believe his name is. Yeah, Magistrate Claggett. Um, that's a movie I have to rewatch. I rewatched <laughs> The Wire recently. I got to rewatch Deadwood now. And then we have Lindsay Whitney Barty plays Carrie. Is the, d- the little girl?
1: I don't know her from anything. She didn't too. do
0: much. Okay, but here's where it gets even more interesting. She's only known for one more thing after this. She was the hoverboard girl from Back to the Future Two, and which uh, was and it directed was by Robert Zemeckis. And here's the <laughs> thing: he did Back to the Future Two after this, so I assume he met the girl. From Back to the Future 2 on this episode. So this episode's important. It gave us Hoverboard Girl. I mean, I'm sure he could have cast someone else, but hey, this, that's nice. Hey, she got a pit bull now. <laughs> uh, this one was more surprising to me, was Larry Drake as Santa. I did not know it was Larry Drake the entire <laughs> time until recently, because I never really paid attention to the cast, really. I was like, that guy looks familiar, but he also could... I just assumed he was like, a, like you know... How Michael Myers is just kind of like a state, is like a like a stuntman kind of thing. Like you know, it's like you just assume it's not really an actor. But no, Larry Drake, you know, you know him from these Doctor Giggles. It's, I I recognize him more from Dark Man. Speaking so. of comic books, exactly. He's a comic book villain. That's right. Um, I'm not going to tell you what other episode it is, but he's also in another episode in the future. We'll get to that in the future. Obviously,
1: we uh, might get it to it in the past depending on what order you watch he's in.
0: Uh, dude, did you know that John E. Coates plays the police officer's voice? You know where he's from. Everything. He's from nothing, actually. This is the only thing he's credited <laughs> for. This is the only thing that he's credited for. Also, uh, John Casier is the Crypt Keeper. Uh, ever- Do we have this every episode? I don't think so. I met John Kassir, actually. Yes? Yeah. He yeah, was actually a very
1: nice guy. I met him and his wife. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Joan Casier. No, that's not, I don't know her actual
0: wife's name. You would you would recognize her from Buffy. I never watched Buffy. Oh, okay. So that's why I guess I would not recognize her. Was she was she a Sarah Sarah Michelle Gellar? No. <laughs> was she the person that played Willow? I forget her name. Michelle Williams. Is that her name? Michelle Williams. Allison Hannigan played Willow. Oh oh oh! Hold on. Does she play a character named Michelle? No. Is that uh, what was it? Was it American Pie? Was her name Michelle? American Pie? No. It was funny though. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> let's just get to the episode after I embarrassed myself right there. I'm not editing that out at all. So the intro is the Cooper's intro. He walks in dressed as Santa, and Les, you and me both went talked about this uh, before we record it. Is about how the Santa mask is scarier than, than the, the Cooper's actual face. Yes, haunting.
1: And on top of that, the Santa in the episode just scary.
0: So, this is a trend we're going to do.
1: Also, one other fun fact about uh, John Kassier.
0: Oh, he's from Baltimore. Born in Baltimore. Oh, sorry. Baltimore. Baltimore. Born in
1: Baltimore, hey, Maryland. Hey, John, if you're, listening this, if you're
0: listening to this, we're from Baltimore, too. <laughs> we're still in Baltimore. Yes. We're filming this in Baltimore. Well, oh, Pasadena. But, you well, know. South of Baltimore. South Baltimore, hon. Huh? Anyway, so <laughs> I am going to read... Uh, Thanks to the internet, we have exact transcript of what the Crypt Keeper says in the episode. And of course, I'm not going to do an imitation. I'm just going to do a dramatic reading of it. How dramatic are you going? How dramatic do you want me to go? I want you to go Shakespeare. Shakespeare, like that? That was weird Shakespeare. I'm just going to do it. Ho, 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 kiddies. Just your old pal, the Crypt Keeper, having a little holiday fun. Why else would I be in this getup? Unless there was a clause in my contract. That's where you laugh. In fact, I've got some Christmas goose for you. Goosebumps, that is. Yes, indeedy. A little terror tale chock full of holiday fear. I mean, cheer, of course. So get a gander. Of a Yule-tide Yelp yarn. What? That goes a little something like this. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house. It's also the first episode where he says the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's the intro. Uh, so into the episode, we start with this very magical, totally real well. 100% a real well. You got some nice Nat King Cole playing, you know the weather outside, and uh, just gets you in the Christmas spirit. So the whole time you're like, oh, I'm kind. of It's right now. This episode we're filming this episode in February, so you're like, oh, it's a little Christmas. Makes me want we'll to have some Christmas, you know.
1: Well, well the weather well,
0: outside has been snowy lately, <laughs> and then you're like, oh yeah, but actually it's snowing. The other end. It was a blizzard, uh, <laughs> and then. Um, Hey, that fire's been uh, acting up. Yeah, that you fire. Got that, poker? that poker, and then just just see her grab the poker, and you're like, oh. So I love how it kind of transitions from like this this hard, and then this Christmas cheer to Christmas fear. It just gradually gets more horrifying. And for some reason, for the longest time, like I know it isn't him, but every time I rethink about this episode, I think Phil Hartman is playing the the husband. <laughs> Phil Hartman from Jingle All the Way, specifically. Oh, so you want to uh, put that cookie oh, down for Hartman. Oh, these cookies. <laughs> and then he gets, he's oh, these cookies poker to the head. Um, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, oh, God. And then he's like, let me have it. Also, I like how he's reading the Charles Dickens book. It's and it's like, he, like you know, God bless everyone. But he's in the middle of the book and shuts it. He's like, isn't God bless end? everyone, indeed. Huh. Isn't that the end of the book? <laughs> exactly. Or was it like kind of like it's well, a bunch of his stories? It could be a bunch of his stories because that story isn't. Well, that then long. again, it just says Charles Dickens on the book. Yeah. It could just be like it could be his autobiography. Yeah. And I then I wrote, God bless us, everyone. And then we didn't read the last next part where he's like, I did a lot of coke after doing that. Anyway. So thank you for coming, Marshall. Marshall Bell. See you later. I'm sorry he'll be back. But then again, it was a great poker effect. It's a great effect where yeah. she hits him and then she pulls it out and he's like, he's got that O face. I like, o face. Did, I like
1: how you did an O face for the for the uh, podcast.
0: I know it's once because like, I gotta get in the mood. I gotta get the <laughs> O face. So, oh, and then um, yeah, like super. It's super fun actually. Like I also want to appreciate the score of this.
1: That's one of the good things about a lot of the tales from the crypt episodes. The scores are top notch, but yeah. when you have Danny Elfman, oh yeah, when he doing the scores for yeah. just the episodes in general, especially
0: it's, when it's Christmas and spooky. Yeah, another great. Well, so he puts she puts the girl to bed. Yeah, uh, and then uh, one of my favorite things is when she puts the plastic bag on his head. It's got a red ribbon on it. I think that, okay. that was cute. Then, then he and then she ties it. It's that classic Tales from the Crypt humor where it's like sometimes this is something that's in, we're going to talk about a lot through the next hundred episodes, or whatever. Is where there's there's a they're on a tightrope most of the time of between goofy and serious. I think this is like a great blend of like it's kind of goofy but it matches the tone of yeah. the episode where it's like then you get to like. Dig that cat in spoilers. That gets a little goofy with things like the stethoscope having water coming out of the ears, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, we're trying to find our
1: footing. Yeah. So it's just like, do, how like, do we want to go full on horror or do we want to be a little bit goofy? It's like, eh,
0: let's let's go a little bit goofy. This is what probably there's like I think one of the best structured episodes of the first season. I, I think every episode, I think everything it builds. That's what I'm saying. It builds into something she it's clever things that she drags the body out and, of course, she doesn't hear the radio. Yeah. I love how the radio is like, it could also be the transfer of the DVD, but there was a guy who's was like, please listen to this emergency broadcast. And it has like a radio filter on it. Yeah. But when she's talking, when the actual announcement has happened, it's like clear dialogue. Oh, yeah. There's no filter. It's just like, watch out for, I actually wrote it. Uh, There's a, there's actually a, a nice little Easter egg here. Mm. They say Pleasantville Gaines, which is a reference to William Gaines, who was a publisher of E.C. Comics. So that was a cute little thing. Basically, there's a there's a guy dressed like Santa. He's killing people. Yeah, he he got the Santa suit from one of his uh, previous victims. Yeah. Um. So she's gonna throw him and Richard in the well, and the yeah. well is uh very uh real. It's very 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 real. One hundred. Maybe you know what? You know what well is probably from the Goonies. It's possible. Where she returns like the Letterman Jack. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen the goon. She returns like, what's he say? The jock guy. Yeah. Like- Carrie, you're a goonie. <laughs> what's he say? He says something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're a goonie. Like, you a- goonie. That's that's it. Uh, that's probably the same well. Bars back as well. Can you use it? Oh. I'm sure one eyed Willie's down there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, we forgot to mention that she is a. Uh, Definitely cheating on this guy with someone else for the inheritance. Yes, lot, it's a the, like, stream- like the Dickmeister or something like that. He was out partying. It's a Tales from the Crypt episode, so of course there's
1: inheritance. Needs. Yes, and somebody's cheating on somebody.
0: Yes, there's <laughs> always infidelity and money involved. There was a great scare with Richard. Mm-hmm. He pops out of the bag so easily. He just, yeah, um,
1: he he is like completely... Pops out of it like it's split down the middle yeah. out of nowhere. It's yeah. like apparently that bag was made out of tin foil, tin foil. Uh, and also that ribbon held nothing. But <laughs> it was, but yeah, it was like, a great
0: scare. Like it just one to say, I didn't see it because you think he's dead. It's, he's really dead?
1: Yeah, he's and real say, not, dead. not not to mention that he was uh completely put in that bag for like ten minutes with no air, and he
0: was perfectly fine. Yeah, <laughs> but it's tells it's one of those to like Tales from the Crypt. You got you got the logic out at some point with something. So it's like you want his logic in a Tales from the Crypt yes. episode, uh, and then. What's great is, she's going to the door, and then all of a sudden, the Santa shows up. Larry Drake just shows up uh, and attacks her. There's no, like, you know, you know, I think this is late nine, late 80s. So you got to think this is where the slashers are, where it's like, you had know, that glory shot. And they're like, oh, it's the first shot of Jason Voorhees with the hockey mask. Or, you know, like, an example is on, um, was it, Tales from, no, not, Friday the 13th? Oh, God, what's the one where, the, like... They go into this in the beginning. They go to the cemetery. to dig up Jason. Part six. Part six. Yeah. Where like it's just like when he finally gets out of the grave, that like, glory shot of what he—wait—he like. turns
1: around with yeah. the uh, with the spike. Yeah. Yeah. This
0: one, he just pops out of nowhere. No, now he doesn't even pops out. She just turns around and yeah. smacks right into. And it's not him. even a flattering shot of the guy. It's just like he's just a maniac. They're not treating him like he's. What was it Freddy? Freddy uh, Jason. It was, it was Nightmare on Elm Street Part Six. It's like at the point where like. This slasher is like glorified hero, yeah. And this one, he is not. He is just he's a bumbling idiot at times. Like yeah. he literally gets uh, hit in the nuts, the chestnuts, yeah, if you will. Uh, he gets an icicle slicing his face, uh, and then he also gets like an axe to the hand or arms. Like, yeah, he uh, gets
1: an axe to the arm, and then he gets the back of the axe to the forehead. And yeah, he, it's,
0: it's it's a lot of things, but it's like he
1: almost slips on a ladder.
0: And, and you know, what's great is he's a he's kind of like a bumbling and he's human. Yes, and they don't make them supernatural. There's nothing supernatural about this episode, which is you know compared to a lot of future Tales from the Crypt episodes, they get supernatural and weird and wacky. There is some. It's that's why I'm saying this is a very well structured episode. Is she she could call the cops, but she can't because of the husband, and she's like, damn it, I can't call the cops. And now it's a dilemma when it's character It's a weird episode because you're like, you want to re- then. She has an epiphany. So she sees the phone ring. She stops at an open window, which was the smartest thing ever. Also, so he busts through the window, right? Shocker. And he grabs her and he hits her with, he hit, she hits him with the butt of the axe or like the side, like, kind of the back like of the axe. The back of the axe. Made me think. So he swings a tire, a tire swing into the window. Why would you put the tire swing near the window? That's just an accident waiting to happen, guys. Well, maybe the stepfather had done it. Damn Richard. Also like how like um is it Richard? Is his name Richard? I don't know. I think I believe it was no, Richard. No, it's, jo- it's Joseph. It's Joseph. It's I wrote it in my notes. Okay. It's Joseph. I remember because it was a nice little touch where the little girl calls him Joseph. <laughs> so you know that that's not her dad. Yeah. She later said the mom says stepfather. But it's yeah. one of those things like it's a nice it's a nice little touch, Robert. Zemeckis. nice little touch. So, there's that, and what I like about it is, like you know, like I said, he's human, but also it's like a very tit-for-tat thing. She He attacks her, she counters. He attacks her, she counters. It's a nice little, I'm going to say cat and mouse. I guess it is. It's like, she, she, she's she, the she, mouse. She, she holds her own. Yeah. 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 It's, um, like, it's It's not like a lot
1: of the stuff, you know, she's the, not the final girl, per se. She's just, you know, he's a... Uh, a predator, she's a predator. Yeah. So they're just kind of fighting each other at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, that's not like this girl, this woman is not really someone you root for. Yeah. That, I think that's why the daughter is a very cool idea. It's not cool a very smart idea. So you have someone that's not tainted.
1: Yeah. Like, the, the, like the, the daughter's the innocent yes. in all this.
0: Uh, also, so she gets a call. This is where she gets the idea. Yeah. From Sarge, because at the time she doesn't know who this person is because she does not listen on the radio. Listen to the radio, kids. Um, she gets a radio. She gets a call from Sergeant Feldstein. 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 Sorry, I can't talk. So, so then she's like, "I'm gonna kill my ex my well, I guess now ex-husband with an axe Shout out to Sean Wright, <laughs> uh, Night of the Axe, which you and me are both part of the full length movie, Night of the Axe. But until then, check out Night of the Axe short on Vimeo and YouTube. That's the only shout I have for the axe, because I mean,
1: until the next time
0: we come across an yeah. axe. Oh, yes. (laughs) Until the next... Oh, there's a lot.
1: Until the next act shot in a future Tales from the Crypt episode. Oh, there's there's a lot of them. (laughs)
0: Um... Yeah, <laughs> so. I just started thinking of all the axe shots and. and In Tales like, from the cribs. Oh, boy. Oh, the, boy. The longer episode. Oh, the longer <laughs> the episode? episode. Uh, the one with the. Uh, was it Three's a Crowd, or think? I one. know.
1: Okay, let's go back to uh, this anyway. episode. We're going to get stuck
0: on axes. Anyway. Now. <laughs> uh, of course, she's outside, the door slams. Of yeah. course. And that wakes the daughter up. Santa! Yeah, and you see, there's a lot of. This is. And then this is established that the Santa Claus is gone because there's that that uh,
1: that, that indentation uh, imprint, yeah, imprint in the in the snow. Yeah. Says,
0: so like, oh no, oh
1: no. Which, in all honesty, kind of looks like a a snowman that fell over in the snow.
0: Yeah. And then somebody picked up. And then she lo- then the <laughs> mom looks, and the axe is gone. Oh. <gasps> she's like, she calls the cops now, and she's like, I need help. He's got an axe. And she's like, uh, you need to protect yourself. And she's like. Joseph's gun, not a gun. Joseph's gun. So she gets into the worst closet ever. This is the it's, most rinky-dink closet. It,
1: it, and she can't even reach the gun. It's just out of her reach.
0: Yes, and also she trusts, I, I get out of the closet, and then the door shut. Then then like the doorknob falls out. Yeah, it's worst like, closet ever. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, this is where it's like this is why I'm saying this episode builds and builds. Danny's climbing up the window, uh, climbing up the ladder, and she can see through the window. And he sees the daughter, and she's like, oh man, there's so much That's this is when she thinks about her daughter. This is the climax. It's is like, oh no, oh no, what's going on? Finally, she finally busts out, and she's gonna race up there to stop, like, because he's probably up there because the girl's gonna help him up. And she's not in there. Like, oh no. She gets to the she gets to the bedroom. Yeah. The daughter's missing the windows yes. wide open. Yes. And then she hears her goes downstairs, and then there's the reveal of the Santa. And I told
1: you, Mommy. I told you Santa was real.
0: I love this. It's basically a yeah, camera movement from the steps into his face. It's so freaking good. And then the door opens. It just swings open from the wind. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. And then he says, naughty or nice. And, of course... One of the best scream endings of Tales from the Crypt. (laughs) Just screaming, bloody murder. I was like, oh my gosh, this is chef's kiss. But there is one thing I'm kind of curious about. How did the daughter end up outside without falling or hurting herself?
1: I, I think she went down the stairs and opened the door. She said she let him in. I think she went down the stairs
0: to let him in. Okay, so then she busts through the closet, which is near the door, to go upstairs. To find out she's not there, Was the daughter hiding. No, no, the daughter just went down the stairs to let Santa in. But wouldn't the mom see her when she busted through the window, busted through the closet? Because isn't the closet, hold on, I'm thinking this wrong, it's the closet, oh, I might be wrong. It's the closet clo- was in her bedroom. Okay, the cl- so the closet was in on the second floor. Yeah. That's why I thought it was on the first floor. I thought it was a little weird. No, it was just on the second floor. Okay, yeah, <laughs> sure wrote that in my notes. But that's the end of the episode. That's the end of that. Epi- well, I forgot the outro. And then the outro. The outro is he take the mask off. Thank God. It, the mask is, just, mask is just hanging there. Still creepy. Yes,
1: but you know it's still it's still not as freaking creepy as when he was wearing it.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> the outro. Well, how was that for a scream, boys and ghouls? I'm sounding like Adam West right now. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Same time next week. Oh, don't worry about little Carrie. This particular Santa prefers older women in pieces. That is. I thought I rest the sentence there. Well, it just goes to show you to be careful of what you ask for Christmas. You might just get it. There you go. That's it. That was the episode. What would you think, Gary? As someone who's watched Tales from the Crypt a lot.
1: A lot. Throughout your life. Since its inception. Yes. Because I'm old as fuck. Yeah.
0: So you watched it when you were four. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, like, personally, it's not one of my, like, top episodes. Is it, it in your top ten? Top ten, no. Okay. Not even top twenty. Okay. But.
0: Top ninety-three. I, Maybe top 92. Okay, so this is definitely better than, well... <laughs> well, we, didn't, we haven't got to season 7 yet. So. Oh, no, we
1: haven't got to season... I don't even think I've seen season What's, 7, to be perfectly what honest. What is
0: the one with the bird? The I bird beak. <sighs> that might be the worst episode I've seen. Anyways, it's been it was like,
1: Even as I told you, it was like, when I was a little kid, I had a problem with remembering certain things. Oh, yeah. I actually I got this Santa Claus mi- mixed up with the Santa Claus from uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night when I was a little kid. And I couldn't for like five years. I got them mixed up, they're so wearing, I would watch one or the other. They're
0: wearing the same. They're wearing a similar
1: suit. Well, they're both wearing a Santa suit, yes. Wade. But anyway, so I would always be like, "Why is this one not have the weird teeth? But this one has the weird teeth." So, anyways, I would always get them mixed up, and so that was my problem. I don't know why, but it also would be like, I think in the Silent Night Deadly Night two Fangoria magazine, they had this episode Tales oh. from the Crypt also was also in the uh, shown in that. So I think that's one of the reasons why.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. They chose this episode. There's yeah. so many. There's so many stories you could do, and you chose this and air in June. You know, it's kind of interesting that they chose this episode. They could chose anything. Else. Maybe because well, it was in the movie, they were like, maybe we should use this. Well, word. they
1: also they well, showed six episodes, and they
0: started in June. Yeah. So well,
1: if if they had a later I, date,
0: I wonder if this could have been like something like uh, like. Zemeckis had, like, carte blanche to do whatever story they wanted. Yeah. You know, I wonder if they could have picked, like, what episodes they wanted to do. So. so or, Fred, or Fred that. Decker wrote it, you know. Yeah. And when Fred Decker said, I want to do this one. So, but, it's like, it's not a
1: terrible episode. I mean, for me, it's kind of, like, in the middle. Yeah. For me, personally. I know you liked it a lot more. Mm-hmm.
0: But. I, I, well, it's tough, because. If you're judging on just an episode of a show, it's it's got everything. It builds up. It's got a great act. See, it's it just it builds to the climax. Everything ha- matters in the yeah. end. Uh, has a great ending too. But when it comes to tales from the crypt, you want the performances. You want the the gore. Uh, sometimes the sex. It, matters. it all matters. The story. You you want the, the you want the art. You want the HBO yeah. R rating kind of thing. Yeah. And you want the twist in the ending. Yeah. This one didn't have the biggest twist. Not everyone has to have a twist. Yeah, but for me, for tale, me the, the, Tales from the Crypt ends up with twists. Yeah, for me,
1: the the highlight of this episode was, was Larry Drake, and that was about it.
0: Mary Trainer, I thought she was pretty good.
1: I mean, for for me, for for this, she was kind of um over the top. I mean, it was kind of like all crypto. It was Tales for the Crypt, but I mean, like it was so like flamboyantly over the top, just okay. kind of like going like to eleven. Okay. When it's like, you know, she should have kept it back at about a seven. Okay. She was, like, going way... What you,
0: if you had to give this out of five, what would you give it? I mean, I'd give it, like, a three and a half okay. out of five. Okay. I'm around the same. I'd probably give it a four. Four out of five when it comes to Tales for Script episodes. Yeah, it, like I said, it's... It, it thought, like, the pacing was great.
1: I mean, pacing was great. Larry Drake was amazing and Yeah. It. Like, but he was the highlight. Everything yeah. else kind of was, like... I mean, the gore wasn't there. I mean, there was a little bit of blood. I mean, after... That first kill, yeah. everything else just dropped off the mat. Yeah.
0: Uh, it was more of tension. It went tension. Yeah. But it's like one of those things like, the other downside is you can't really root for her. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to root for her. And there's barely enough for the girl to be like, you wrote for, you know, there's not enough for the girl to be, the little girl to be like, okay, I want the girl, to, little girl to be okay. But the little girl is literally like out of the movie. Yeah, for like majority of the movie. But, and to uh, be honest, you it didn't re, you
1: didn't really get the feeling that Santa was going to hurt the little girl. Yes. So on top of that, you're like, Because
0: if he thinks he's Santa, he won't hurt a child. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I mean, you never got the feeling that Santa was going to hurt her yeah. at all. So it's like, if so, you didn't have any fear for her.
0: Yeah. That's our thoughts on all through the house. It's it's fun. I, I think it's definitely. An episode, it's a must watch. I think if you're, if you're, uh, well, so all of season one really is a is a must watch for majority of it. Yeah, yeah. We can we'll talk uh, about the other ones.
1: Yeah, I mean it's like you know first four seasons definitely a must watch. Oh yeah,
0: fifth, sixth, and seventh season. There's a lot of hit and misses. We'll get to those. But that's our thoughts on all through the house. Uh Thank you, Gary, for being here. You're also you gonna be on many more episodes. You've already called episodes like. I'm doing these episodes in season two <laughs> and season three, and I'm like, okay. okay.
1: Well, I, well I, I told you, like, here's my here's my top five favorite episodes. I'll fight people on these. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. Luckily, I'm the host, so I don't have to fight for the episodes. Like, I want to do top billing. You know, I'm not gonna, you know, I don't have to do that now because I can just say I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um,
1: it's like it's like as long as I get like these five episodes, I'm fine. Yeah. And it's like after that, it's like.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to continue like with Gary, uh, the next Gary episode is season. It's oh, this one. one. It's episode. it's episode four. I'm said season one. I'm season one. Next episode is episode four for you. Episode three is next week, but uh, episode four, you're doing all sin deep. Yep. Yes. So, but next week we are joined by Scott Yoakum and uh, we are doing Dig That Cat. He's real gone. Directed by Richard Donner. And starring Joey Pants. So yeah, I don't know how to end this. So we're just gonna say thank you for joining Tales from the Pod Crypt. <laughs>